Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. It's Tuesday. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. Leah. Yeah. <laughs> Another I week? A, it's been a weekend. I had... I am, tw- I am tired of 2020, Leah. I I'm know it. it. I know it. I know it. I'm over this damn year. <laughs> well, before... Done. Before we get into our weekly discussion, this episode is again brought to you by our favorite sponsor, Vanga CBD, um, the only CBD out there made by endurance athletes for endurance athletes for awesome products. I used one pretty heavily this past weekend. What did you use this weekend? I'll tell you what um, I used. I use, well, I mean, I, I regularly use the capsules every night, but mm-hmm. I have been using the balm um, pretty pretty heavily this past weekend i was a gummy thing about you i was you were a gummy slamming theme? gummies like mm-hmm. crazy and using them for pain management out on what we're about to talk to about here on yeah on this episode which is gonna be fun um but it's not like our <laughs> normal but anyway before we get going into this dive here uh check yep. out vangacbd.com use code bro cr save a little bit of cash on the checkout um great people great mm-hmm. great products check them out so yeah Let's okay. First of all, disclaimer for this episode. Uh huh. Disclaimer. This is we've got. Do we want to talk about? We've got a lot. Well, some stuff to talk about, but we're, it's mm-hmm. going to be a scatterbrain of an episode. So yeah. if you're along for like ranting and bullshit and just telling stories and being out there and not specifically about the world of us like super in-depth stuff. I don't know where we're going. We're just having a conversation about weird stuff that has all happened here in the past week because 2020 is perpetually kicking us in the nuts, and here we are. Just here we are, Leah. Oh, here we are. Waiting to get kicked in the nuts. (laughs) Well, first, let's talk. Let's do a a little bit of a follow up to our conversation last time on this super ultra secret, can't tell anybody Spartan games. Oh, Um, yeah, the Spartan games. Do, do, do. So we talked briefly whatever we knew about it last week. Since then, the games have ended and we've gotten a little bit more information. Yeah. Um. So we knew and we discussed briefly last week the men and the women that were invited. It was an invite only We'd competition. We heard some competitions. We weren't quite sure. Right. So we now have the official list of um competitions that they took place. Um, at in Vermont, um, it was over four days, and there yep. were ten events. Ten events. So the first event they had was what they called the Spartan Cross, two and a half miles, fifty-four obstacles, short OCR. Dense. Dense OCR, yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's a little OCR. In Vermont, so we can assume elevation. Um, uh, but but you can't get a lot in a 5K. Well, I mean, yeah, and it's not even a full 5K, so. Yeah, and it was Joe's backyard. Now I can tell you right now, you can get some you can get some elevation on that hill. But when you've got that oh, many obstacles, sure. it can't be that. It can't, can't be, be that, that bad. I think it was a nice introduction, probably, to the world of OCR to the non-OCR athletes. Um, disclaimer: We don't know any of the official results of this. We are just going to be talking out of our butt of what we thought, what we think probably happened. Um, and I'm going to guess OCR athletes dominated on that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Adkins came out swinging. You got Hunter, who's very familiar. You've got mm-hmm. you had Raya. You um, had Lindsey Webster. Um, you know, any one of those athletes, I think, is is going to take that event. Yep, agreed. Um, even, you know, guys like Aaron Newell, who was there, has a great chance of, like, throwing down, getting some work done and something like that. Um, right. Really, I think my money's off. To, but with it being a little bit shorter like that, I think our boy Hunter came out and probably did pretty well there. I would say so. So then um, number two was a 45-minute, as many laps as possible, open water swim. Um, now swimming is not something that we have a whole lot of experience with in OCR. I mean, you might have a little crossing here and there, but as far as an actual swim goes, I'm going to get bet probably against our OCR athletes on that. We're not great swimmers, but in 45 minutes in the water, wetsuits, we're not, it's not a discipline that we are super versed in. I think Lindsay can swim though. I, I mean, I would say all of them could probably we quote unquote swim. swim yeah. But given the the wide variety of the athletes, I'm certain there were better swimmers. So I'm not gonna not gonna put my oh, money yeah. down on the OCR probably. people for that one. Okay. Um. So then after number two, then number three was the Highland Games, um, which included a tug strength. of war, Pizza a strength. stone loading, where the, you know basically like pick up the heavy rock and put it on the table. Way and the then bar. the Kaiser yeah. Sledgehammer, which we saw little snippets of, was one of those yeah. stand on the thing and whack the thing between your legs to scoot it down. Um, so, you know, we, we had several, head, you know, stronger athletes there. I'd say uh, as far as the OCR people goes, obviously Hunter, I think, is probably going to do really well at something like that. Um, somebody like Aaron Newell, probably not so much. A little less there, um, you know, <laughs> and I even saw the guy there that was a former Colts player. He, he was yep. manhandling the weight to table. Yeah, yeah. So we, there was a, you know, professional NFL player. So I'm, I'm guessing he probably did pretty well during that one as well. Um, after that, there was the DECA Strong event, the 10 fitness stations that we've talked with with Yancey. Um, mm-hmm. We, we haven't mentioned yet Ryan Kent. He was also there, so I'm sure he Kent did was well there. there. I'm as sure well. he did great in the DECA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there were some CrossFit athletes probably did really well there as well because sure. you know you're not talking about extended running. So I think that could have been an up for grabs event. Uh, five Absolutely. was a five hour as many laps as possible mountain bike. Giving it to our boy Atkins there. Yeah, oh, for sure. There's <laughs> for no sure, doubt sure. Atkins is going to come out there. Anything on two wheels or, or one wheel at that point, Atkins right. is going to come down and own. Uh, Lindsay's used to being biking. Yeah, Lindsay, I'm sure, did Atkins. really well. Nicole like posted a, that it was her first time doing the mountain bike. So I'm doing a mountain guessing, bike. Yeah, I'm not guessing she did all that great. How familiar um, are you with like mountain biking versus road biking, Leah? Are you pretty me versatile? Me personally? Nope. Yeah. I, I'll stick with really? the road. 
Oh yeah. Hills and mountain biking scares me. I now don't get me wrong. I want to do it. It looks awesome. I mean, it's basically OCR on wheels, but it's can be, but I know me and my tendency to kind of bite it when I'm on flat ground. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't trust myself on mountain bike. You like it though, right? Yeah, I love mountain biking. So um, actually the trails that I ride here in Brown County, um, where I'm at are, um, yeah, they're some of the nicest biking trails here in the state. Um, mm-hmm. Gorgeous trails here. We've got like 60 miles of trails there in Brown County that you can ride. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All over the damn place. Really, really good stuff. Well, I'm going to say that that event as a whole was probably up for grabs. Um, I think there were some triathletes there as well. So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I still would say Atkins, but other than that, I'm, I think some others probably did pretty well as well. Agreed. Um, agreed. Number six, flashback to Broken Skull Ranch. We had a wrestling. Yeah, um, I saw that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it looked like from the teasers that we saw, it was set up in a similar fashion that Broken Skull was that circular pit. Um, and we saw some, you know, stills of of people wrestling. Um, there was one that I saw of Hunter wrestling the island ninja Hunter, okay ninja I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say this real quick hunter doesn't hmm. wrestle he wrestles and there's a wrestles. very distinct difference <laughs> well Hunter so there was, a, there was a snippet i saw of him wrestling the island ninja who yeah. physically was pretty comparable looking to hunter he's gotten um, a lot bigger over the time yeah and then there was also a snippet i saw of hunter wrestling that colts football player Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure there were rounds of this. Yeah, so clearly they, they wrestled more than once, obviously. I don't know how, what kind of bracket style there was, but um, we've seen time and again on Broken Skull Hunter's prowess in the pit. Um, so I'm sure he did very well. OCR sure. girls, I'm probably going to get bet against you again here. Can you I'm picture Lindsay Webster wrestling? <laughs> I'm going to put Corinna. I'm going to put Corinna down. Well, that's true. That's true. I forgot about she Corinna. There. She was the reigning champion for the female side of Broken Skull. Um, so, yes, I'm sure she did well, you know, but it makes me giggle trying to picture, like, the OCR sweetheart of Lindsay Webster wrestling. <laughs> Throwing down with Nicole and getting scrappy. Yep, yep. Kind of makes me. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. That now I will watch it. <laughs> like, right, right. I was like, why am I gonna watch this? What what is in here for me to watch? And like watching Nicole, like like and like I want to see like Nicole go full hog and just like pile drive. <laughs> like well, not so, like for some weird way. Like I want to see her like plow through a table. Oh <laughs> like, my god. Like WWE style. And <laughs> my wife and I were watching. Uh, well, we were planning to watch TV last night, and then we didn't get to because our daughter took like two and a half hours to go to bed. But like we talked about how much we missed watching Glow. Have you watched Glow on Netflix? I have watched Glow. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. All right. So that was number six. Um, okay. Seven was a six-hour, as many laps as possible, trail run. Yep. So I think our, you know, our people likely probably did very well at that. Yeah, but then there was the ultra runner there too, and he, I'm sure yeah. he crushed. Yeah, I'm sure he did well. I mean, that's I'm sure kind he did of great. his jam, so. Yeah. Okay, so um, after that, I really stopped, like, there was, okay, so now you're kind of getting into foreign territory with me. Hmm. Um, what happened after that event? So after that one, number 50K. eight was yep. the one mile 
slash 1,000 feet vertical race with a weighted vest. Okay, so it was a vertical vertical mile. Vertical mile with weight. We don't know how much weight it was, but, okay. um, you know. And then after that, there was two more events. There was the DECA Strong event. Um, so similar to the DECA they had seen earlier, but now with heavier weights. Sure. And then the last one was the Spartan Cross Half, which sounded like an even probably 3k-ish OCR event. Okay. So it sounds like it was a pretty well-rounded four days. Yeah, um, I mean, you had some things where, you know, your endurance guys can open up. You got some things for the strong guys, and you got some stuff in between. Um, and, and doing all of it in four days, can you imagine just the physical beatdown? It's just a beatdown, yeah. Yeah, that was All I got to know, all I got to say is, like, oh, oh boy, um, Joe DeSanta better be feeding them good. Like, they yeah. better have been good. <laughs> no kidding. So, anyway, that's that's the recap of the Spartan Games, of what we can recap not knowing anything um, yeah. It is set Pretty to come out. Pretty hush on everybody's part yeah. right now. Like, they can't talk about too much, obviously, because it's right. all going to be filmed later. And yeah. I'm sure it's they've got deals and contracts. Coming out in the winter. Yeah, mm-hmm. the winter on YouTube, whatever that means. Whatever that means. Um, who do you have winning it for the men and women? You know. I'm saying uh, Atkins. Well, if you say Atkins, I'll say Hunter. Really? Yep. Why not? Okay. <laughs> my, my 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 whole reason on Adkins is this uh-huh. is a multi-day suck fest. That this is true. Um, and that's where those, I give, I give those two card. athletes are probably top in the game as far as multi-day beatdowns. Um, so we'll see. But just to be I will say this you, though, I'll, I'll pick Hunter. I will say this. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one man there that wasn't competing, <laughs> who normally like helps logistically put stuff like this. Together, mm-hmm. and that's Yancey Culp. <laughs> well, that's true. I cannot wait to see the scoreboards and how it's all laid out <laughs> with Yancey yeah. there. Oh, he's for like, sure. Oh, he's like that meme back in the day of um, oh, the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in front of the table. Yes, yes. Like yes. just like, like ah. <laughs> like Yancey is Yancey's got it all laid out for you. He's got a point system set up. <laughs> he's got, oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, I freaking love Yancey Culp. All right, so, yeah, so let's we'll move on from enough. that. Yep. Yeah. Next thing is here in the next week, hopefully, um, I'll, I'll bring up this topic. Mm-hmm. Leah, I, I got called out. In what way? My boy Hunter. Yeah. Well, so he I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation this before. We talked about OCR stars. Uh, I gave you shit. I was like, hey, Jacob, are you going to sign up? And you're like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> No, no, I did it. So again. Well, disclosure, we are going to have Hunter on the on the supercast here in you know the next coming weeks. I asked him to be on here and talk about crap with us, and he said I won't unless you sign up here. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. So I signed I up. Already Hunter. signed up. So I was on the good list. <laughs> so I'm in now. And we're going to be pulling Hunter in here in a few, like probably this week or next week. And he'll, he'll be on next week's episode, probably. Yeah, hopefully we'll get, get him ready. in next and, week. And we've got some stuff to talk with because the first time that we discussed OCR stars, there was minimal information out. But now we now have more, more information, information, including the first two workouts. So we'll discuss yeah. all that with Hunter. Well, and names of the second two. Correct. So, so we've, got, we've got a one-mile time trial. We'll talk about it with Hunter. <laughs> 
well, okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I'm hoping by that point we'll have more information too. So we'll yeah, do one and comprehensive episode on that. We'll do a big episode of OCR Stars next week. I'm excited to see what, how it goes. Um, they're also doing giveaways now with OCR Stars, yep. so like groups. Um, what group did you sign up with? What gym affiliate do you have? Um, I honest. Oh, I think I signed up with HeartFit. Dang right you did, and so did I. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did sign up with HeartFit. Representing our boys over at HeartFit. Great people over there with Ryan Hart and the team. Um, yep, yep. Proud to be proud to be part of the fan, but I'm probably going to do it here at my local Cross Gym, CrossFit yep. Gym here, uh, either Ripcord or I'm going to go to Sarah Land where they have the Tough Mudder at here in our town. All right. Well, more to come on that when we have Hunter. Um, so we'll we'll announce that and let you guys know when when that episode's going to air. Yeah. Give it a week. Give it a week. Um, All Aside from that. We got Frontline coming up. Yep. Here next yep. week. Frontline's um, coming up. The Elite Wave is sold out. There are still a few <laughs> openings left in the open. So you hopefully listened to our episode last week with Ed. Got excited about that. Sign up with Code Bro CR. Um, and hopefully we'll see you out on the Frontline on Halloween. Yep, absolutely. We're trying to figure out Halloween costumes still. Um, and we were just laughing about this beforehand, Leah. Like. Mm-hmm. Like we were, me and Leah were both on the fence. Like at one point we were like geeking out. We're like, man, we both want to be superheroes, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. we want, we want like the middle ground superhero. We Which want... apparently doesn't exist in costume land. It doesn't. And like after all the years of OCR, like people dressing up for races and wearing like a Spider-Man costume or something. I had a Deadpool mm-hmm. one at one time, lost it. Um, then I had a Spider-Man one too. That was actually kind of cool, but I lost it too. And then like, we're like, okay, well maybe we'll be Captain America, Black Widow. And like the costumes are expensive. Yeah. It's either like the $30 Goodwill version. That's not fitted or, you know, looking good. Or it's the $200 cosplay. I take myself way too seriously one. So there's nothing really in between. Man, I just had a daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not about spending that kind of money. So we are going to come up with something. That's really trying to figure out Halloween costumes. Yeah, if you guys are coming up to Frontline, please come in costume and have some fun. We will be hosting a costume contest with prizes to come. Can we talk about the giveaways yet? No, not yet. No, not yet. Well, I'll tell about my giveaway. Okay. There, there might be a second giveaway there for Frontline. We'll, we'll talk about it next week, probably. Okay. But I have got, Leah, one of my sponsors, Powerful Foods here. Um, mm-hmm. well, I'm an ambassador for Powerful Foods. They give me so much gear. Um, mm-hmm. So much, like, Greek yogurt-based protein shakes, chocolate-based protein shakes, and oatmeal. And, Leah, I've got tons of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm donating it all to the guys over at Frontline there. So Fantastic. if you guys want oatmeal, if you guys want protein shakes, I've got tons of it. So I will go. be bringing it there. We'll have it at the finish line for you guys. You can take whatever you need. If you're cold after, because I can guarantee you, it's going to be cold. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, free free snacks for you. So come get it. We'll have a great time there. Yep. Um, yep. In costume. because we got hey, Absolutely. <laughs> in costume. So, yeah. race weekend, Leah. Race weekend, yeah. So Race weekend. I was up in St. Louis this past weekend doing a little event called the Chirenji. What is even a Chirenji? I I don't know, but it's basically... What is a Chirenji? It's OCR and Ninja having a baby, and they come out with a Chirenji. Chirenji? Um, 
So this event is put on by... Sounds like a chupacabra. <laughs> this event is put on by a local organization that actually used to have a ninja gym in St. Louis, which has subsequently shut down, but they have kept this race event going. Um, and so basically it is at a local park that has a permanent ninja warrior thing, playground. Um, so the event starts on the playground. There are, I don't know, eight or so obstacles on that playground. Okay. When it's your turn to go, it's single start um, time trial style. So when it's your turn to go, you go through the ninja course. Every obstacle failed is five burpees at the end. But so you, you get do the, like you get music at the end. You get music though, right? You get walkout music. That was the first this oh year. Yeah. So when it's your turn, they call your name. You get your walkout music. Um, and then you go, and so you do the ninja course, and then when you're through with the course, you have your cumulative burpees of anything that you failed, five per obstacle, and then you set out on the actual course. Um, so this year, it was one and a half miles total, so just about 3K, and um, in talking to some of the other competitors, we talked that it did kind of remind us, like the OCR World Champion. It was very obstacle dense. It was a short course um, and packed. had a little bit of everything. Yeah. And then once you were out on the course and you failed obstacles were 20 burpees. Um, so it was a good time. It was high speed and being a time trial, you know, obviously shakes things up because you don't know how you're doing until That's everyone else runs um, and you get your final time. So it's just how hard can you push yourself against yourself? So how'd you do? Um, so I did pretty well. Um, I ended fifth in overall elite female. I had a couple issues, a couple burpees to do. Um, but okay. the men's battle, the top three were You're separated close. by only 29 seconds. One of whom is, um, if anybody watches uh, Ninja Warrior, Jamie Ron, Captain NBC with the green hair. Jamie was there? Jamie was there. He took second. Oh, Jamie out there. You're a cool, dude. He's, <laughs> so, he's, he's a funny dude, actually. He's, yeah. He's, I, 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 I will never forget, like, going, like, back in the day when they came to OCRWC and, like, mm-hmm. him and, like, Mac Rush. It was and, like, it was, Well, yeah. and it was, like, they we were starting to, like, feel each other out there for a second, like, between the OCR world and the ninjas. And yep. everyone was, like, yep. it was kind of like this stare down and, like. Uh, so many, so many funny stories about those guys. Yeah. Oh, so so he was there and he took, so like I said, the, men's, the men's race was separated by only 29 seconds from first mm-hmm. through third. So it was, it was super close, but it was a, it was a great event. Competition. Good. Yeah, it was great. Good, it was good, fun. Good deal. On what was your you. favorite obstacle from it? Oh, my favorite? Um, yeah. Before we talk about my bullshit. <laughs> my favorite obstacle? Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. They had a lot of different stuff. Um, they had a little bit of everything. They had an equal balance of carries. I would say maybe one thing that was different that we don't see at typical OCRs was something they called Jacob's Ladder. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was quite literally a piece of fencing, like okay. wrought iron fencing from around your house. Um, and it went up vertically and... Um, up and then out shooting in an upward angle. Tough Mudder had an obstacle similar to it called Reach Around, 
where you had to go up and then out. Muttering their name yeah. and things. So they had they this obstacle. You had to climb up this railing and then out backwards and hold on to the railing until you hit the bell. So that okay. was different. It was it was unique. A little different. Yeah, but they had. I mean, like they had everything. They had a yoke. They had carries. They had farmer carries. They had a warped wall. They had you know a little bit of everything. Classics. Some rigs. Yeah. Yep, some rigs. So it was fun. It was a good time. Um, it's a little local St. Louis race. The next one is going to be. Uh, Valentine's Day weekend. It's called the Valentine's Day Massacre. Oh, um, so those are the guys that do the Valentine's Day Massacre. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They do three uh, events a year. Okay. The Terengi, the Valentine's Day Massacre, and then right. remember the third one. Don't shoot me, guys. Um, but it's like the one I did was like 3K. The Valentine's Day Massacre is like 5K. And then the third one's a little bit longer, maybe five miles-ish. Okay. All right. So, it's a fun, fun. I gotta group. make it over there one of these times. I, yeah. I, I really want to go check that. If I get like play out music, like walk out music. Oh, for sure. Uh, it was like awesome said, walls, getting to pick your own day. music and then just getting pumped and um, it was great. It was fun. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sorry about that snafu, guys. Little little cut there in their audio. We had a few technical difficulties on our end. Because it's been raining for like two days here now in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, you live in the woods, and so I guess it's been affecting you. <laughs> yeah, it has been. Um, actually, funny story. My sister just bought a house in the woods yesterday. Um, before we get going to my story, I'll tell that funny story. Like, she just bought a really cool place. Like, Indiana. So, okay, first of all, talking about my big, long race, I was planning to do Tecumseh. Leah, there are weird houses in the middle of the woods here in Indiana that you wouldn't believe. Well, I mean, it's it's weird. You know, people buy this land and build these houses and, you know, they want the seclusion. But some of those houses that they build out there are pretty freaking cool. Some of them are cool, but then all of a sudden you'll find something that looks like a UFO or like my (laughs) sister just bought one. Like, literally, it looks like the back side of it. I don't know if you've seen Ex Machina. No. Um, with like the AI people and stuff, but it looks like something out of that a little bit. My sister just bought a place like that, and it, it's on 15 acres in the middle of nowhere, um, out by itself. Really strange. Mm. So, anyway, this weekend I planned to go on a 42 mile run across uh, the Brown County State Park. Uh, well, it's parts of Brown County State Park and parts of um, Brown County through lots of like. If you could hear the banjos, that's this area. Um, mm-hmm. Traditionally, in this area, we've got um, oh, they do the Tecumseh Trail Marathon, which is okay. um, you know a, a classic trail marathon, and then they have the Tecumseh the 50 mile the uh, 50k, which okay. adds on another portion. I wanted to go and do the full loop. Uh, it, it, sorry, not the full loop, the full point to point, which is 42 miles. It's basically which nobody's ever dish. done before, according to Strong. Okay. Well, according to Strava, according to the DNR, according to the Hoosier Hiking Council, according to the Indiana Trail Running Association. Which is so weird to me that nobody has ever done this. So, I mean, it it must not be a well-marked point-to-point kind of thing, it's, right? It's cool. It's a cool trail. It's a really cool trail, but it's it's just haggard. It's long. There's two long trails here in the state of Indiana. Knobstone is one of them. It's a little bit longer. It's got a little bit more elevation. It's about 53 miles, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, quote, Don't quote me on that. Okay. And then there's Tecumseh, which is 42. 
uh, kind of okay. through this, what I would call like the backwoods of Indiana. Um, um, you know, it, it's through towns named weird things like Needlemore or Bean Blossom. Or, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, Trevelec or weird, weird stuff. Bear Wallow is one of the cities. Okay. Um, but anyway, I wanted to go do it. I wanted to be the first guy to FKT it, um, establish it. And, you know, I kind of had this mantra set in my head um, that I'd be the first guy to do it. And I thought yeah. that'd be cool. Um, Absolutely. I mean, and, and no pressure because there's no time frame. Just be yep, the first guy. Just go one. out have a good day. Um, mm-hmm. Be the first guy. And I, I kind of like set myself a loose goal of seven hours, right? Right. Um, you know, sub Which would have been pace. what kind of pace for that? Uh, sub 10. Sub okay. 10. So I, I thought you know, realistically, realistic, because I didn't know a lot of the terrain there. Um, so I went out, um, things were going really, but okay. So before that, I'm sitting, I was saying, so you've been planning this for quite some time. We've talked about it. You were going to do it two weeks ago and, and couldn't. So, so you're ready Um, to go on Saturday. I was ready to go on Friday. Yep. Ready to go, ready to go on Saturday, but Friday I'm sitting at my desk and I get a text from one of my friends. He's like, check out this run that a buddy of mine did. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I can't imagine it. just like just the way you even said that. It's like the TV slow motion, like jaw dropping, like, no, uh, it was, I was just sitting here at my desk like I always do, staring at my woods. I'm like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody beat you to it by a day, by a day. But then so and very impressive time, this dude, um, you know, super impressive. Um, uh, but then another friend of mine sent me another message. He's like, yeah, I got another friend that did it up here the, the other day. I'm like, shut up. So within <laughs> apparently one cool week, thing to do now. Apparently you're not a Hoosier unless you've run the Tecumseh Trail. Um, at least, you know, done the full thing. But no, so basically the day before I planned to do it originally, one guy goes up and establishes the first FKT for it. And I'm and like, what was that time? Uh, it was around. Let me let me pull it up here. I'm pulling it up. Um, I believe it was around eight eight hours. Um, okay, so, so Derek, longer Derek than you Woods were gonna from, go. Yeah, longer than I was gonna go. Derek Woods from Indianapolis area, I believe. Um, friends with a good friend of mine, Brandon Whistler, great athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, he went out and did it in eight hour eight and some change. Um, okay. Which is great. Absolutely. Did, did he did he establish it as a he did set it. He set the whole dang thing as a as a as Strava official segment. segment. You've got two guys mm-hmm. on it. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. there's another guy, Nick Davis, that did it. Oh, my all since last so, week. No, back in April, another guy, Nick Davis, did it, apparently. So I, I this is this is breaking right now. <laughs> um, it was first done here as far as the segment by Nick Davis. On okay. April 18th, 2020, and he did it at a you know 13 and a half minute pace. Took him nine hours and 17 minutes. Okay. Then Derek Woods comes around on October 9th. I cannot believe we all did it with wanted to do it within like a week of each other. That That's was the crazy thing. Crazy. Derek Woods comes out and does it at a 12:05 pace, eight hours and 16 minutes. And it was one of those things like I knew once the segment went up. Right. People would start like we'd all start like looking over it like, OK, well, there's people out there. I mean, especially in, you know, today's day and age where we're at that, you know, everything else is canceled. And there's people that have become professional crown chasers and you can do a search for your area. And now that it's been established in Strava, it's going to start coming up on people's you know searches, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. And then but then 
out of nowhere, that next day, Peter Hogg from Indianapolis area comes mm-hmm. in and throws frickin' down. So now um, he did the whole trail. Yep. He and did the whole freaking trail, six and a half hours, 631. Oh, Jesus. And was holding, you know, a 930 pace. Um, so you know, he's 30, aggressive. He's 30 miles deep and done probably 4,000 gain. And he drops into like a 730 cadence on the downhill past uh, hiking. And I'm just like, you, you can't hate somebody when they do something like that. You're just impressed. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to be impressed, but at the same time, I'm so sure incredible. you're def- like, how are you feeling at this moment? Like, you're ready to go game time the next day, and now just, I mean, I can in, imagine in the mind, wind like, is just knocked out of your sails. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I got my chest kicked in, but at the same time, like, I can't discredit these guys. Like, this is right. so incredible that this dude went out and did this. Like, well, um, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's not an definitely... easy trail. It's Oh, There's it's... definitely that, but I mean, let's be honest here. Was there a part of you that was like, screw it, I'm not going to beat that time, why bother? Well, my, my mindset changed. My mindset changed. Okay. Um, and I, at the time, I didn't know why. And then okay. a really good friend of mine, Justin Beeman, messaged me, and he's like, you know, you went out for a fun run for 40 miles. I got, I want to be at that, that kind of insanity. And I was like... That's, you know, shout out to Justin, but like that really set things in perspective for me because it was like, yeah, that's what it was. It was just a fun run. Like well, I wanted to okay, go have a so fun let's, day. Okay, so let's talk about that dinner. So you wake up, you're wake obviously up. not as, I'm not going to say the word motivated, but you're probably not as like. Oh no, oh no. Gung-ho yeah. I, I will say this. I'm a little bit more gung-ho now because it's like, oh, okay. shit, I've got a time I want to beat. And I was like. Okay, so, so you went into at, it thinking you're going to beat it. Yeah, I went into my time. Well, so I, I've got my new fancy watch. Okay. Yep, <laughs> um, we talked about that. Shout I, out I to set Garmin. Out Pace Pro. I set out, um, you know, multiple different things based on elevation gain and change and stuff. And I went out. I was like, I think I might be able to to meet his time because his total time was six hours and forty seven minutes. I was planning to be out there less than seven hours total. That was, was like, what your original plan was anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God, it, maybe if I could pick it up another, like, 20 seconds. So I'm like, 920 pace, okay, all right, maybe, maybe. Right. Um, I was like, maybe I could do it. I don't know. I can come close. I can it's, come close. It's aggressive, but it's not impossible. Yep, absolutely. So I, I get going. Um, I, I've got everything laid out. My buddy Matt, shout out to Matt Rust, local friend here, part of the Christy Boys Jogging Club. Um. And I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to swing for the front fences. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. I'm going to shoot for it until I can't. And mm-hmm. my game plan was at mile 30, I was going to see how far off I was and then just mm-hmm. start swinging. Okay. Um, so I got to mile 11. Mm-hmm. And I was within four minutes. Okay. So got to be Not feeling far. good. Feeling good. Feeling woken up. Feeling pretty, pretty aggressive. And I'm like, all right, let's start picking it up here a little bit. Mm-hmm. And about mile 15, I took my first strong turn. Mm. Um, okay. And the thing is, this this trail is not it's not well marked. It's it's how long did like, it take you to realize that you made a wrong turn? Uh, probably within I'd say 15 minutes. But okay. it's one of those things like I don't know how familiar you are with the new Pace Pro stuff and the new course on Garmin with all the maps. Mm-hmm. This is my first time using it. It should not have been my first time. I should have done mm. my due diligence and using the tool better. Um, but it kind of like 
pings you when you get off course. It, it pings you for freaking everything. <laughs> like, okay. So like it, did, it waited 15 minutes to tell you or you didn't trust it? I did. Well, I just didn't look because uh, okay. I was trying to get in the zone. I was trying gotcha. to like, like a 42 mile long trail run. You don't have, you, you need to kind of get into a groove where you're not. You've got to zone out. Otherwise it's going to be miserable for seven hours. Exactly. So I'm, I'm doing good. I get off trail about, oh God, it was, it was probably 15 miles deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of get off trail. It's the funny thing is like a lot of the markers are, um, they're white rectangles on trees. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, well, suddenly like there were no trees <laughs> because I was going through a log portion or I gotcha. was going through a Creek or something. And right. so basically I got off, I got off about 15 miles deep and not horribly off, but just off enough. Um, off enough to, I'm sure, not only kill your time, but also jack with your head at this point. Yeah, I, I got a mile, probably a half a mile off there for, for one time, then got turned around, got okay, mm-hmm. then went up this crazy hill. So I, mm-hmm. I got back on track, I was good, started going up this hill, well, then I crossed over a bridge, and I missed the turn that was, mm-hmm. I, you were supposed to take this turn, but I didn't know you are supposed to take this turn, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden, it veers off to the right, and there's like a horse trail that I followed to get back over to it, but I had to go down and up a hill, and it was. Bottom line is you were way uh, off at this point. I got another mile. I got basically a mile off then, and then like the final nail in the coffin. I there's just so low service back there too, like mm-hmm. horrible service. Um, I ran a three mile portion, doubled back on myself because I didn't know where I was at. I got lost in the woods and the leaves falling, and did a three mile portion twice. I was like, God, I got to do it a third time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, at that point I, I said, I packed it up 26 miles and I didn't want to make it a 50 mile day and mm-hmm. I called it and that's fine. Um, I still had a great run. I'll probably try to do it again in the spring. Probably mm-hmm. now that I know the two areas that I got off and it was, I, it was just so weird. Cause it was like one, one was a little horse camp and the other one was just at the bottom of this hill when I crossed the road mm-hmm. and I thought it was a road, but it's really like a service path and it's, it's weird. So what do you and, say to people who take the mindset of never quit, no matter what you should have just pushed through and finished it? I mean, I could have, but what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like I think back to when we had, um, we had the guy from the toughest, uh, Alec. Mm-hmm. Um, I was good. I didn't care. Yeah. I was out there to have fun. I was out there not, to not prove anything. And like I said, like this guy that set, um, this Derek Wood guy who set the fastest mm-hmm. known time. And then like, I can't imagine setting that, mm-hmm. finding out somebody said it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, and I had a feeling like when I did it, I'd mm-hmm. find out somebody had did it beforehand, which would be fine. Right. But then within a week, somebody else to come out and crush your time. Right. Right. Just by hours. Well, I mean, <laughs> this goes back to, I mean, we've had this conversation before, you know, remembering why we do the things we do, um, you know, and different people have different motivations and different people are driven by different things. And there are some people out there that come hell or high water will beat their bodies into the ground to finish something just for the sake of finishing. Yeah. Um, and, I you know, that. there's people that are like that. And then there's people that 
you know, are able to step back and look at why they're doing things. And I think ultimately being true to yourself with why you're doing something, you know, you went to do this for fun, to do something new, to do something different. And it doesn't sound like it'd be a whole lot of fun of, you know, spending your entire day out there being lost with nothing to show at the end. And I, I could have done it. Like I could have done it. And I was, I was like, man, do I turn around? And the guy that I had with me pitting with me, you know, shout out to Matt again. Um, Mm -hmm. He had never done anything like this before. He had never pitted for anyone ever. So when I told Mm -hmm. him like, give him a ballpark of I'll be there in 35 minutes. And then it's like an hour later. He's like, Oh my God, is he okay? Is he dead? Yeah. That's another layer of pressure that you've now added onto your just day of fun. that I'm sure you're thinking about. I'm like, shit, Matt doesn't know what's going on. I should find a place to call him because he's probably worried about me. Right. And then, like, you've got no service because I'm way back in right. the valley. <laughs> so, Which at the end of the day, the map, I should have went the other way because I would have had better service. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, at the end of the day, you know, we either succeed or we learn. Um, what What are the two biggest takeaways for you from this whole experience? Um, I don't know. Like, that, that's I'm still trying to process it all, I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, one, it's okay just to, like, have a day. Like, I yeah. just did this on a whim, kind of. Well, I didn't do it on a whim, but, I like, I, I planned it out. I had a good time. But, like, at the end of the day, it was a fun run. And just kind of accept if you're going on a fun run, it's going to be a fun run. Um, yep. But I think my biggest takeaway is understand that you can plan every last bit out and have all these plans and all these ideas. But still, things can fall apart. And... It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at 2020. I would say, welcome to 2020. That's kind of the the mantra of the year. Exactly. I mean, you can you can plan every single bit out. Oh, I'm going to go to the national series. Oh, I'm going to do this new Spartan Ultra <laughs> yep. Continental series. Oh, yep, I'm yep. going to. I'm going to go to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> look at Spartan race. Like we're going to come out with the the deck of fit, and we're going to yeah, you know, rock this out. And none of it can happen. Tomorrow's not promised um, or even even your best plans. And I had told myself so many times and everybody was like, well, do you think you can still beat that time? You think you can still do it? I'm like, dude, Hmm. I've ran enough long distance races to say that anything can happen in 42 miles. Seven hours of running is a lot of time. Absolutely. I mean, the best runners can have shitty days and the worst runners can have great days. I mean, you just... You just can't plan for it. You can do the best you can and you, you know, anyone who's talked to you knows that you've done, you know, as much planning as possible and sometimes shit happens. Sometimes it happens. But being okay with that is, is the big thing. Live to fight another day, you know, at the end. And and be okay with it. Yep. I I think that's the biggest thing is like people like go out here and like, oh, I got to get like. We've talked about Killington before. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Oh, I got to go get redemption at Killington. Oh, I got to get this because I've got to get, you know, my revenge on Killington. Right, oh, no, right. Man. No, it just is what it is. It's okay. Right. You had a bad it's day. Okay. Now you have a good um, day. And that, I yeah. guess that's what made this easier for me because I had nothing on the line. Right. And yep. that, that was kind of like once I accepted that, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, All righty. There's still beer at the end of the trail. There well, you not, go. Not for me for another few days. Here, not but. for a couple of days. Finishing up 75 hard. Um, yeah, day day 57, yeah. 58 now. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. Well, you know, we're coming to an end with that. We've got a big weekend coming next weekend. Um, if you guys have not signed up yet for Frontline, please make sure you do so. The Elite Wave is full. 
They're um, done. There are still some open slots available. Uh, use code BROCR to save some money. Join us up in Byron, Illinois at the front line. Great time. We're and wear your time. costume because it's Halloween. So Absolutely. we expect to see everybody decked out. Before um, that, also, before we end. Mm-hmm, one more thing we, first we before that. We forgot something last week. What, before that, one more thing. Um, was just announced last night as an update for our listeners. Um, High Rocks is now postponing events. Um, the next, the the American High Rocks events were supposed to start up here. Um, and Chicago in January has now been postponed till next, I think, June. And um, Cleveland, which was supposed to be in February, has already been postponed. So we're seeing events. I'm not going to lie to you, Leah. Mm-hmm. I was just told yesterday at, at my company, um, mm-hmm. plan for 2022. Gosh. Well, I mean, High Rocks was, in my mind, kind of like the cutting edge because it was going to be the first indoor event. I mean, when I did Chicago last year the the river was literally frozen like we ran on ice so it's not like this can be an outdoor event um yeah. and you know i think they were hopeful that 2021 it was going to be okay um but we're already seeing events changing so if you guys are signed up for some of those earlier high rocks events check your emails um do you think we're gonna have a second changed. wave here <sighs> Do I think we're going to have a real second wave? Do I think we're going to have the second wave hysteria? Um, you know, both, both. Yeah. Both. I, mean, I think it's going to be more of the second. I've gotten to the point now, call me jaded, but I just don't trust or believe any of the numbers I'm seeing on TV anymore because none of it makes sense anymore. It seems as though everyone has an agenda. Um, I think the virus is real. Yes. Um, but I don't look so much at the numbers. But we know that this time of year, whether it be flu or COVID or whatever, people get sick. Like, this is when people get sick. So I definitely think there's going to be another round of crazy. Um, How much of it is reality? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm tired of the hysteria on all ends, I guess, from my end. Like, I get, like, I do believe it is horrible. Um, Absolutely. I, I do believe it is a horrible, you know, virus going on right now. I thousand percent. Um, I hate it when people use something like that for gain in any respect, whether that be Absolutely. political, whether that be financial, whether yep. that be, um, we've just seen so many crazy things with all this and I'm just, I'm, I'm just ready to race again. Um, no kidding. That's, so that's me. Me too. So don't hold your breath for any indoor stuff. Let's just kind of hope some of the outdoor stuff keeps going starting next weekend at the front line. Absolutely. Um, now. <laughs> now. Something we forgot about last week, Leah. Yes, and you know it's kind of cool because people listen to it and and people are like excited. give us crap for it. Now I know, like it. it's I time know. For community so, kudos. Da, 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 da. We need like a little like da, 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 da. Okay. community kudos. Okay, guys, I'm actually putting in. We're getting a new intro and outro, Leah. We're gonna uh-huh. go. We're gonna get something a little bit more polished, and I will yep. do a community kudos like. Yep. Fanfare. <laughs> yep, we, we definitely need like a little like trumpet blasting. So we didn't do it last week. Let's do it this week. This week's Supercast community kudos. Who do you got first, Jacob? Dennis Pape, I don't understand you. <laughs> Dennis Pape, based out of Missouri. He is a member of both my um, alpha running team as well as the Strongest Oak Pro he's now. O- he's an Oakling too? He is an Oakling. Um, 
Dennis, for those of you guys who don't know him, in the Midwest, you're starting to see him creeping up with his yellow shorts and what Mm -hmm. we have affectionately named battle ponies. Um, Freaking weird ass (laughs) hair. Dennis is the owner of the training shop, um, which is a obstacle fabrication he business. makes weird shit. He makes everything. Um, you know, this has become a passion of his. We've seen him make twisters and hand grips and nunchucks and holds for some time now. But he's taken it to the next level after our podcast with Ed and the release of the new Kraken Obstacle. I can now one. confidently say there are two Kraken obstacles in existence, and one of them lives at Pape's house. And like the, I guess like the 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 things that like freak me out about Pape are like mm-hmm. he just goes and does shit. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll go do that. And like he builds he builds like an inverted wall at his house. And like yep. okay, I'll go do that. Which yep. like breaks it down to like the guys that race ready obstacles. They're once yep. just like that. They're like, yep. oh, okay, oh yeah, we'll and they're friends. The two of them, they work the, together. Yeah, they're great people. They're yep. both great people. And it's there's like, yeah, I guess I'll go do this. Yeah, I guess I'll go do that. And yep. they just do it. And then yep. they're gone. And then they like make something else. And but then like on top of that, people go out and like with a buddy and run a 50k at 10 minute yep. pace. Like, yep, yep, okay, whatever. Yep. Oh, for sure. Dennis is one of those just natural athletes which is just amazing you know that the paces he can throw down when he wasn't training and now that he is training um dare i say i'm gonna go for the prediction and put pape on the podium at frontline i you know the only and he does have a vest i'm sure he's been practicing with the vest yep um because because that's the thing he'll do it like he'll just do it and he's got all the shit in his backyard. Yep. Ah, you, I'm a predict him up there. He's a wild child. We'll see. We'll see. He is. We will see. But all right. So that's your community kudos. I Who kind do of you got this week? Well, I kind of piggybacked off you a little bit. I will definitely um, endorse the Pape decision. Um, but I will pick for my kudos. Um, I'm going to pick Doug Littlefield with Hazelwood OCR. Okay. Um, Doug was the director of the Chirangi race that I did this past weekend. Um, Doug is, is partnered with the, the Ninja Warrior gym that I had mentioned was named Core Complex, um, which is now out of business in Missouri. Doug okay. was friends with the owner of it and got involved with this whole racing series. Well, as things have evolved in 2020 and Core Complex closed, the owner of that um, moved away, and the right-hand man, in this case, girl, um, also moved away. And Doug was left with this on his lap by himself. Um, and quite frankly, I thought it was all going to be done. Um, you have a man that sure. doesn't have personal experience with the obstacle course racing world. He had helped out with races. Um, but like many of us, got bit by the bug, fell in love with the sport. Yeah. Um, he doesn't race it himself, but he, you know, put on this event and it was great. So kudos to him and his team out there um, with Hazelwood OCR. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Good, good community. And once again, guys, the best way to get like part of this is just reach out to this community and get involved. Mm-hmm. It's such a good thing here. And there's so many good people and 
like I've had a lot of fun this year helping out. Um, yep, it's been a lot a, of fun. You know, shout out. I, I want to give a big hug and to our buddy over at uh, Highlander Assault. Did you see the um, the photo for next year's event? Uh, just so happens to be you. Yes, yes I it's did. It's me, like doing like the the my yes, old like uh, photo creds should go to me. By the way, photo creds saying. to Leah. Like that's <laughs> that's one of my old like. So I was like part of a few bands back in college. And like the punk you were rock, the like, emo you know, skater kid. I was kind of like an emo skater kid, but like I, I played in like from ska bands to like emo bands to like scene and like alt rock and stuff like that. She but had anyway, like the big wallet on a chain and the I big old. No, no, what? that's gross. That's not that's gross. <laughs> and I didn't wear girl jeans either. <laughs> Did I have the shag mane? Yes, I had I'm the sure, shag yeah, mane. You had dirty hair, though, at least, right? <laughs> oh, I had, I had nasty hair. I grew it out. and then, then I got a job at a Fortune 500, and I had to cut it. But <laughs> <laughs> Too but funny. But anyway, yeah, it's, you know, that I can't wait for Frontline next year because they're growing it so good, and I cannot wait for Dark Ages because that's going to yep, be Highland off the is going to be awesome. Yeah, we're, we're just going to focus on the good stuff and the races that are coming. Um. So, and get excited for it. What yeah. you got this weekend, Leah? Um, this weekend I got the mom stuff going on. I think we mom might go life. to Pumpkin Patch, and my daughter's got um, you and know, Friday Night Lights. Latte. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm mm. Hate pumpkin. Ugh. I am not a basic white girl. I cannot stand pumpkin spice anything. You're a dingbat. <laughs> You're a dingbat. Um, um, I'm this weekend looking up crazy like thermogenic stuff and like okay. biohacking stuff so okay all right well, i'm i'm back on my cold showers um and i'm gonna possibly do some crazy stuff here um been reading a lot of tim Ferriss stuff yeah, yeah so i'm, I'm and about looking at ben greenfield stuff so okay. like i'm doing some biohacking <laughs> all righty well we'll dive into that maybe do an episode <laughs> Um, as always, uh, guys, I, will, I, if, I, I will say that might be a Christmas special because that's going to take me some while, a while to do some of the stuff I'm looking to do. Okay, fair enough. But if if I can figure it out and do some of the stuff and it's it's real, like mm-hmm. it's insane, it's insane. Right. So anyway, I Stay guess that's all we got for, for this week. Yep. <laughs> if you guys like what you hear, have questions, comments, concerns, complaints. <laughs> Send them our way, please. Like us, share the share the episode, and leave us a review. Um, it really helps out. Absolutely. Um, until, until next week, I'm Jacob Bosecker. And I'm Leah Hensley. We will catch you out there. See you on the course. Yeah. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.